I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, happy almost new year, and welcome to episode number 595 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell, and with me today are Amanda and Garlic Knitter and Alana and Claudia. We are traveling around the world with book recommendations and good wishes and wonderfully terrible jokes, which is really the reason everyone's here, right? Of course. I will have links to, of course, all of the books that we talk about in this episode in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast under episode number 595. Wow, we're getting close to 600. My goodness. I have a compliment this week, and that gives me so much joy to Molly L. You are the human personification of a perfectly baked cookie. In fact, you are the human personification of the perfect cookie table with every kind of cookie all baked perfectly. And if you've been to a wedding in the Pittsburgh area, you know what a cookie table is. In other words, Molly L, you rule. If you've supported the show, thank you. Our Patreon keeps me going, keeps me happily commissioning transcripts from Garlic Knitter. Hi, Garlic Knitter. And you're making sure that the show continues for everyone. And it's accessible to everybody too. You can have a look at patreon.com slash smart bitches. Monthly pledges start at a dollar. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you get bonus episodes, a discord, access to the full PDF scans of the Romantic Times magazine, which is a wild, extremely weird experiment in time travel. And it would be lovely to have you join us. I want to say hello to YM, who's one of our newest members. Welcome. And I think in order to get closer to 600 at this very moment, we should start the episode. Shall we do that? Let's do this. On with the podcast. So everyone knows who you are, but you get to introduce yourself and tell the people who are listening who you are and where you are in the world. Okay. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Amanda. I am part of the site Smart Bitches Trashy Books for what? We had 11 years now? 11 years now. Yep. 11 yep. years I've been part of the site, which is wild. Um, Co-pilot, so yeah, if you, mastermind, yeah. Yeah, if you spend a lot of money because of books on sale, that's my fault, and I will not apologize for it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. All right. So what is a book that you really, really enjoyed this year? So it's one that I didn't wind up reviewing, and I will explain why, Um, but it's You Again by Kate Goldbeck. It was a a debut, Um, and it was a contemporary romance. It came out in September, I believe. 
I just thought it was a really lovely contemporary and went through a really um, good progression of um, people meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't like friends to lovers. That's not my job. No, you but don't. No, but there is an element of friends to lovers. And I think I've sort of identifying the flavor of friends to lovers that I don't like. And that's like, we've been friends for years, but we can't date because of reasons. I don't like that. Um, But in this book, the main characters um, are sleeping with the same woman. And so they start at odds with each other. And then the woman stops seeing both of them. And they kind of like build a friendship over that like really weird circumstance okay Um, and it's just very sweet and so we see like a progression of like how they're how they initially meet like what brings them together and then how things progress and then the the heroine is a comedian and i feel like that's the first time i've read a, a romance with a heroine who's a comedian um and I just thought it was really lovely. There's really great um, descriptions of like mental health issues and like, you know, career stuff of like, hey, where am I going with this? Um, the hero is a chef. Um, and I thought it was really good. Um, I didn't review it because one, I find books that I've enjoyed really hard to review mm-hmm. um, because I know as a reader, if I read a review, like, I think I would have given this an A grade. Um, but I know for me as a reader, if I'm reading a review that's nothing but positive, I'm suspicious. <laughs> and I You're don't. allergic to I, And I don't trust it because I'm like, there's always got to be something bad. Um, and I find those really hard to write because I, I don't want, I don't know, like, the outward squeeing of a book mm-hmm. um is not something i i don't know if i've ever written a squee grade i might have written like a a squee from the keeper shelf yes. where it's like a nostalgic book but i can't remember if i've ever written a like a squee grade book just because i'm i'm always like there's always something so you wouldn't I, be able I to write the review the- because <laughs> you'd be allergic to your own hype yes i'm like And I'm like, do I really feel this way? Is this really that good? And then, like, as Sarah knows, like, I just started being more consistent about writing reviews in, like, the last two months. Mm -hmm. Like, And you're a good reviewer. I've been hitting deadlines. I've been finishing books. So that's good. But, like, that hasn't happened for a while where, like, my reading brain and my writing brain are really aligning to where I feel like I can get stuff done um so yeah i i really liked it it was a really great debut maybe i'll you know rustle things up and write something even if it's just a lightning review for it like an lr would be great um but yeah that was my favorite book and it was like a a surprise because i haven't been gravitating towards contemporaries a lot lately um because i get frustrated with them and honestly don't feel like being in a contemporary setting right now. No. Uh. <laughs> Don't feel like being in a contemporary setting and am bored of books where the character's job is their personality. Yeah. That's very dull. I'm not interested. 
and then I feel like I'm, I know I'm overly critical of contemporaries where I'm like, real people aren't like this. A, a person would never say this. Or I'm just like tired of like twee characters who are just like tripping over everything and spilling things on people and just like, I don't know. I'm like, get it together. Uh, see a therapist. Like, And slapstick you know. is very, I think that I suspect that one of the things that happens is in order for a book to be positioned or marketed as a rom-com, comedy is added or it's added in a way that isn't organic. And so it becomes slapstick and it's not integrated into the story in a way that's like comfortable. Like there are some contemporary romances that I have read that have cracked me up and I will still laugh thinking about them. But it wasn't because of pratfalls and slapstick and secondhand embarrassment. It's never that for me. I know oh, you've known. Thank you. I feel like contemporaries right now skew one way or the other, where they're just like kooky slapstick comedies, which aren't my thing, or like really over the top melodramatic stuff. Angst. And I like some angst, but I do, I'm not looking for melodrama right now. Yeah. Um, and this kind of like was situated right in the middle, and it didn't really skew one way or the other to me. And I just like. It felt like I was reading about pretty normal people that I feel like would exist in the real world yeah. and not like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Not some fantasy, weird contemporary world that is kind of scary for its homogeny. Yeah. yeah I agree. And I thought the, the cover was cute. It's very fall. I'm going to go look at it again. The cake will It's very fall. And just like it's two people hanging out, probably in Central Park, with these gorgeous leaves. Um, but I really liked it. So that's probably the book I would choose to put on everyone's radar. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What are your holiday wishes for people who will be listening? Okay. So I can't remember what I wished last time. Was it do something scary? I think that's what my wish was. I last think time. it was. Um, tangentially related to do something scary. Because when I said do something scary, I think it was more like external, like take that class, travel to that place. Um, and now I wanted to be like, do something scary internally. Be a vulnerable person. Ooh. That is my my lesson for this year is to be a vulnerable person. And I might get emotional because I grew up in a terrible household. <laughs> and familiar with both your yeah. terrible household and mine. I grew yes. up, yeah, I grew up in a terrible household with um, a narcissistic parent and really had to grow up and harden myself and become independent at a very early age. Mm -hmm. I am the eldest sibling. I only have one other sibling, but I am the older one. I had to take care of my brother for a period of time. And so, like, it really hardened me as a person. In, so, in terms of communicating to people and in terms of receiving love and communication, I was like a brick wall. And through therapy and through meeting my current partner, who is a sensitive person, and it's taken a while for me to unlearn that sensitivity is not a negative connotation. Being sensitive isn't bad. And so like, through talking with Brian and learning that, like, I can be a bit harsh in my communication and I don't have to, like, be a brick wall. Like, conflict resolution isn't about winning. It's about finding the best result for both people or all parties. And so that was a, a lesson I had to unlearn of, like, 
Brian's not going to hurt me in this conversation. I don't have to be defensive. I don't have to hurt them before they hurt me because that's not going to happen. So through therapy and like meeting a person who's also in therapy, um, shout out to our therapist. It's really helped me learn to be a more sensitive and vulnerable person with people who I've collected in my life. Ooh, I'm going to cry, Sarah, um, <laughs> who I can trust with these things. And I think trust is, is very big and I know it's very hard. Um, but I promise that there are, there's a net positive to vulnerability and it is scary and it is frightening. But I think the returns and what I've gotten from being vulnerable to people and with people have really enriched my life, especially this year. (laughs) I'm so glad. And I'm so glad that you are living in a relationship that is safe. Yeah, it feels great. Like, I don't feel judged. It's such a great feeling not to feel judged and to feel safe to communicate your feelings mm-hmm. with friends um family is a not a factor <laughs> sometimes family is not yeah. deserving yeah. of hearing your feelings yeah. sometimes they are not on that level yeah but in the the personal relationships you may choose to cultivate i hope you give yourself a chance and the grace to be vulnerable and also fuck up that vulnerability sometimes it is a it is a muscle you have to learn to flex it is so it is very true very true. And i hope everyone gets a chance to flex flex those muscles next year flex those vulnerability squishy yeah. squishy flabby muscles <laughs> squishy flabby muscles Look noodle muscles. the noodle muscles that's my holiday wish that's a lovely holiday wish i'm very happy for you you too did you bring a joke I did. And I don't remember if I've ever told this one. That's okay. But it's one that I've remembered for most of my life. I can't remember the first time I've heard this one. Probably like eight or nine. And I still think it's one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard in my life. Um because it's it's a little gross. I love a pot of humor. Um so my joke is Sarah. If you're an American outside of the bathroom, what are you called inside? What? European. (laughs) (laughs) That is one of my all-time favorite jokes, and I've remembered it for decades. So when you go in the bathroom somewhere, you're like, I'm European now. I'm European now. (laughs) Well, thank you. And thank you You're for welcome. another another good year. Yeah, this one was good. Yeah, no notes. All right, that's the best thing you can say about a year. Ready to yeah. ready to move on? No notes. Yeah, no notes. Hi, I'm Chris Johnson, and at least five thousand listeners just said, "Oh, I know a Chris Johnson," which is why when I'm online, I tend to use garlic knitter because that's searchable, and Chris Johnson is not. Uh, and I live in the garlic capital of the world, the one in California. Um, Hence the name Garlic Knitter. Yes, and I have a certain hobby. Well, more than hobby at this point. I also knit professionally. Do you knit garlic? No, not so far. I actually do have a pattern for a stuffed garlic, head of garlic, which I have not knit, but I should, and then use it as my icon. So most people will know you 
as the person who transcribes every episode. Thank you for that, by the way. Thank you for hiring me. (laughs) It is still my favorite gig. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I am so excited to have you on the podcast, although I'm sure transcribing yourself would be a bit weird. Um, Yes, yes, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Would you tell me about a book that you really enjoyed this year? Yes, I have several. Woo, excellent. Okay, I'm going to start with, um, I just finished A Nobleman's Guide to Seducing a Scoundrel by K.J. Charles. Um, And um, earlier this year, I read The Secret Lives of Country Gentlemen, which is the first book in that series. And uh, those were so much fun. And yet also so touching. Sometimes romance books that are super fun are not, they don't feel as emotionally deep. But these are both, in my opinion. Yes. So uh, um, the second, these are all actually parts of series. Um, I'm currently reading Paladin's Faith by T. King Fisher, who is one of my favorite authors for many of her books. Although I read one of the horror novels and I said, okay, that was really good. And I'm going to probably stay away from the rest of the horror work because I like sleeping. You know, the uh, the one I read was, I think it was The Hollow Places, and there was a lot about, you know, treaties clicking against themselves, Ooh. if I remember the correct one. Mm-hmm. And I live in a rural area, and we have trees that do that sort of thing. They blow around in the night, and they rub against each other, and I don't need to think that there's, yeah, no. So, all of the books that are set in the world of the uh, the Temple of the White Rat, I love all of those. Next on my list of things I want to read is Bookshops and Bone Dust, which I have checked out of the library by Tara Fess Baldry. Um, I read Legends and Lattes earlier this year, and it was exactly what it said on the tin. It was slow, slow angst and, and wonderful things happened. And I love, I love the end when they found out what the magical item actually did because it was just perfect. I think of that series as specifically tea cozy fantasy. It's not just cozy fantasy. It's cozy fantasy wearing a tea cozy. Yes. And or drinking tea. Yeah. You know, a lot of tea cozies would probably make extremely fetching hats. It's true. It's very true. So what holiday wishes do you have for the people who will be listening and for your future self who will be transcribing this? <laughs> um. My holiday wish for everyone, everyone everywhere, is good knowledge in two ways. First of all, knowledge that is accurate, factual, true, verifiable, however you want to describe it. Knowledge that is actually real knowledge. Um, Because with real knowledge, you can make better decisions. Yeah. Not always great decisions because sometimes there's not great choices. But the more good knowledge you have, the more better decisions you can make. And I live for that. Um, but also good in the sense of interesting or useful or fun, pleasant in some way. That I, I hope that uh, all the good knowledge that we take in, at least half of it turns out to be fun good knowledge or or otherwise pleasurable. Yeah. With the rise of artificial intelligence, as they're calling it, I don't think we have achieved true artificial intelligence yet, but the language learning models and so forth, mm-hmm. um, those are going to be fucking us up for 
at least the next several years and probably longer Mm -hmm. because um, we've got this internet and it is full full of knowledge, but increasingly it is going to be full of false knowledge. And one of the things we're going to have to learn is how to tell the truth from the false. Mm-hmm. Absolutely um, true. Yeah. So that's why I'm wishing everybody good knowledge that, you know, that most of what they see is true and that if it isn't, that they can learn to see when it's not true. Yeah. And put it to good use. Yeah. That's a really good wish. Did you bring a joke? I brought an old joke. It's old, but I still think it's so cute. Why don't cannibals like to eat clowns? In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Why don't cannibals like to eat clowns? Why? Because it's funny. <laughs> I was really thinking about that too. Like, because they taste funny. <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you again for asking me and for doing this every year. These are some of the episodes I enjoy transcribing the most. So thank you to all to everybody who uh, participates in this too. Oh, thank <laughs> you so, so, so very, very much. And have a wonderful, happy holiday to you and yours. Likewise to you and yours. I am Alana. I also go by JF Hobbit or Hobbit. I am a Californian, but am currently residing in Germany in the Rhineland which is a little different uh, just a just a tad uh winter is an experience that I haven't <laughs> really fully had but even the mountains of California are not comparable to a northern or more northern winter we're in what's known as the quote-unquote warmest area of Germany I love how much sarcasm was built into what you just said. <laughs> and I think the thing that's getting me the most is the the lack of some relative lack of sunlight. Oh yes. So what is a book that you really enjoyed this year? Um so many. I wrote them down over the last week cuz um because of the, you know, international move. I had zero recollection of what i read in january i had to look back at my goodreads and be like oh 
that was this year um because my year was very much two parts and that was the part like before and after and there was a good chunk of about three months where my brain was entirely moving yes adjusting and i finished like one book maybe so yeah um but some books that i absolutely loved this year uh freya marsk the uh, marvelous light and a restless truth i read both of them twice this year and just finished the reread of the second one still have not gotten my hold for the last book in from the library and i'm like i need it to come because i need to know i need to know what happens and i heard it's a really spectacular ending to the trilogy and i love i love her prose so much and i love her character so much and i'm just very excited about it um and then uh i also started the year reading season of love by helena greer and then i just this week got my hold for forever and always in and read it and i think i said in the discord like i spent the first 60 percent of the book alternating between giggling and crying because of the angst it's a and very emotional book right it was a it was a whole ride and but i loved every second of it i was like this is so great and my spouse was like are you are you are you okay and i was like it's fine i just it's fine there's just a lot of feels and 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 it's so weird to be like no 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 the fact that i am sobbing over my book is a good thing they are also an avid reader so they understand the like ah, i'm just having emotions about this thing that i'm reading but um i'm a little bit more prone to uh crying than they are yeah i i know how that happens yeah um so yeah so other things that i read somewhat obsessively i uh devoured risdiverse by ruby dixon for something completely different ruby dixon of ice planet barbarian uh notoriety fame i love i love the ice planet books um and my friend was like you should read risdiverse because it's like insane universe but has different different uh like aliens and kind of a different world set up and i finally listened to her and then read them all in about a month all 15 or them or something they're what i call potato chip books they are absolutely potato chip books and then once you stop you just can't like once you eat one there's there's no stopping until you're done um, they are absolutely and, potato chip books, and that is not a bad thing. Like that is not an no, insult. No, I love them so much. And uh, because then I was not done with uh, my Ruby phase, I went back and reread a bunch of the earlier Ice Planet books in between, like her new releases when they come out. Um. So yeah, I also oh, I finally read Sarah McLean. Oh, um, which I hadn't somehow. I'm unsure how I like missed it in my um, great, I think it was a couple years ago that I read like 300 plus books and a lot of it was reading backlists of people that I'd heard about for years and hadn't really like put a toe into that particular water. 
Yep. Um, but I read all of her Hell's Bells books that have been released so far, and they, I, I love um, a strong female cast, and I love a crew, and I love hijinks, and I love found family, and it's all of those things, and also lots of explosions, which is always a good time. I also, speaking of stuff that turns the historical, that turns the drama up to 11, I uh, heard the recap episode that you did. I forget who it was with, but about the Mackenzie saga. Oh, that was with um, Melody from Heaving Bosoms, the madness of Lordy and Mackenzie. Yes. Yes. So I heard those episodes and I was like, what? I, I need, I need this. And then proceeded to read all of the books. Oh, boy. In the whole saga. Like, level 11 ridiculous drama. Yep. 100%. I was I was big into escapist. Yeah, just like, please take my mind off of everything else that's going on. Yes. Whether that was, you know, the existential crisis of existence. Or you trying to move an entire life. Halfway around the world. Yeah, halfway around the world. Okay, two more. My Rogue to Ruin by Erica Ridley. I love the Erica Ridley Winchester series. Well, you've got hijinks and a heist and a collection of people and banter. And yep, all of the things you like are in that series. Exactly. And queer, good queer rep, good disability rep, which I've been reading more of, especially like for the past couple of years uh, in California, I was working in SPED, and so I started becoming a lot more aware of like, ah, we need really good disability rep because there are definitely things that my students have to deal with that they should not have to deal with because they have enough things going on. And then I asked something, speaking of queer and found family, something wild and wonderful by Nita Kelly was another one that had me crying because of the angst. A little bit close to home as a queer person with some religious background in there, but also she made a significant reference to Tamara Pierce. And for those who paid attention, my name is Alana. And yes, I have read and loved Tamara Pierce uh, pretty much since I found her books when I was like 13. I saw that in the book and I was like, oh my heart uh like yeah it just it hit very deep for a lot of reasons and speaking of tammy books i they're just like kind of a constant mm-hmm. i i'm always reading one of them at some point because i uh read like five different books at a time depending on how much my brain can focus on one thing at a time whenever i'm in a lull i just go back and read they read they're my comfort books especially like i like the audiobooks i listen yeah. to the audiobooks after having reread reread the actual books that i owned listening to the audiobooks i was like oh i'm hearing things that i have never heard before and i like have these books half memorized yep it's a completely different experience it's so wild so yeah something wild and wonderful though was amazing i love any alana rep that's my list just just like just a few. Just a few. Just a few. If you're reading five books at, at the same time, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a very uh, 
a very robust list. So what holiday yeah. wishes do you have for people who will be listening this year? That you would find some light and joy and be able to appreciate it even in the midst of all of everything yeah. that is happening worldwide. Yeah, be able to carve out that peace and hope for yourself in whatever way you can. Very, very true. Now, do you have a joke? It is okay if not. Oh, oh, I I, I have a joke. <laughs> um, oh, God, the way you said that. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I have, I have a there, joke. There are always jokes. I considered looking at the jokes channel for some of the ones that I shared there, but I found one that my friend just sent me. Oh. Um, and it's a, well, it's a meme. So it has like, has a picture of medieval tapestry people doing uh, clothes dyeing things. And so, of course, it's making colored fabrics has historically required good hand-dye coordination. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so. so much for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I love these episodes. I love listening to them. I may or may not have downloaded like three of the books that were mentioned in the last one that just aired. So, Oh, as I edit these, I keep adding things to my wish list and, and it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm Claudia. I am in Las Vegas, and you'll sometimes see me posting comments as Silence on Birds. Um, Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Yay! I'm so glad you're doing this. Thank you. So please tell me what book you really, really enjoyed this year. Okay, so the book is called Doña Flor uh, and Her Two Husbands. And so it's like a a book from Brazil from like the seventies, I think. And um, it's also been adapted into the movie. The movie's also fabulous, but basically this woman um, has a just very charming rake of a husband who is cheating on her and this whole thing, but she loves him. He dies. Um, and you see her like get remarried, but she still misses him. And he comes back as a ghost. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry. He comes back as a ghost. He does. Oh. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. I, re- I highly recommend the movie for sure. The book is it's very long, but very good, too. Wow. Okay. How did you discover this? Um, I'm part of a book club where we like read the book and then watch an adaptation mm-hmm. or two. If there's more. And so the last one we did was The Ring. So I've read the book and watched both the Japanese and then the American remake. Um, and so this one was very unexpected. I was like, oh, what? But and the you don't realize there's going to be a ghost until he's there. Mm-hmm. And so before that, it was kind of like, why are we reading this? <laughs> this is so different from, we usually read like sci-fi in this group. So yeah, loved it. That's That sounds really incredible. It also looked like looking at pictures of the movie, it looks so soapy. Yes, it's so good. What holiday wishes do you have for people who will be listening? Yeah, I just hope everybody has a very calm, 
New Year and with either lots of good books or just good entertainment. You know, this was a hard year for reading for me. Um, right. It sometimes that happens and that's okay. You know, I watched Good Omens and Interview with the Vampire. That's basically reading, and those were fabulous. Oh, you liked um you you liked Interview with the Vampire. I've heard it's really good. It's amazing. Absolutely. Highly recommend. Awesome. That is excellent. I agree. A quiet, a quiet holiday where you can consume stories in whatever media works for you seems ideal. Thank you so much for doing this. It's really, really fun to connect with everybody. And it's really nice to like see the people who are usually just listening to me talking to my microphone. So thank you. Yes, of course. Thank you for doing it. It's so fun. It is super fun. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you very, very much to Amanda, Garlic Knitter, Alana, and Claudia for connecting with me. It is seriously such a joy to do these, and I'm honored when I see another person has signed up to talk to me. So thank you. I also want to say thank you to Milo T. Wiggins, because I asked for reviews because all of my Apple reviews had disappeared, and all of y'all showed up for me in such an amazing way. Thank you. Milo titled their review, quote, witty, charming, funny safaris to Bone Town. And I can't top that. It's so perfect. Milo wrote, Sarah Wendell and Amanda are smart and funny, as are nearly all of the writers and others who guest on the podcast. Sometimes they're making fun of a cover or a trope, but they take each novel seriously, which is courteous and makes everything funnier. Highly recommended for romance aficionados, newcomers, pop culture scholars, and anyone who's up for a terrific time. Thank you. I seriously, I cannot top witty, charming, funny safaris to Bone Town. That I might have to make swag of that. It's just so perfect. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. It really helps the show. I end each week with a terrible joke, and this week is no exception. This week, the joke is from Bull, and Bull has some exciting movie news. Apparently, there's going to be a superhero mashup of Batman and Groot. Did you know this? Yeah. There's a superhero movie coming out with a mashup of Batman and Groot. His secret identity name is Spruce Wayne. <laughs> Please, somebody name their Christmas tree Spruce Wayne some year. <laughs> a little Batman hat on the top. <laughs> that would be so amazing. Thank you, Bull. On behalf of everyone here, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful new year, and we will see you back here next week. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts. Spruce Wayne. <laughs>you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm velour xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.